0: It's a hard set of Jesus' teaching here. Perhaps it's a case of tough teaching for tough times. Jesus speaks to the crowds about John the Baptist and the criticism people were making of himself and of John. They accused John of having a demon because he was austere and him of being a glutton and a drunkard. Jesus and John have some paradoxical positions between the two of them. Neither are things that Christians are accused of much today. But there are all sorts of expressions of Christian faith. There's a huge contrast in what's thought to be a Christian life. There is, in reality, a rainbow of Christian expression. There are many ways to be faithful. And it's worth mulling on, because accepting difference is not an easy issue. And mostly, we like to skip straight on to Jesus' offer of rest and an easy yoke. So it begins with Jesus, who seems exasperated, trying to understand the people of his time what shall i compare this generation to they and we probably won't get it we claim to be wise and discerning but we don't recognize the divine when we encounter it god is always too much or too little for us too severe or too generous too demanding or too provocative then there's a section of judgment. It's the dark bit that the lectionary skips over. It starts off, Woe to you, Chorazin and Bethsaida." Jesus names groups and towns. It's a bit like people from certain postcodes being banned and labelled. The foreigners, Jesus says, religious outsiders, would have listened and responded better than you locals, you people with all your religious heritage. So look out, he says, there are no guarantees bequeathed from your history or inherited in your genes. The little ones, he says, can see it. God is on the side of those with no power or pretension. Openness and willingness are much more important than lineage. So we might hear in our time in this section, Woe to you, Washington, Jerusalem, Moscow, Damascus and Beijing. Woe to you for the bombs of your judgment fall on innocent folk. Woe to you for your abuse of your people to prop up your power. Woe to you because you have wise teaching, yet you still misuse power and undervalue humanity that you see as different from your own. They are strong words from Jesus, demanding words that say, this is how the world should be. This is how you should act. But then what follows is not the big stick of threat or judgment or punishment. There's a clear expression of gentle Jesus welcoming love and faithfulness. To those who are carrying the load, Jesus says, Oh, come to me, all that are weary and carrying heavy burdens. Come and I will give you rest. Take my yoke and learn from me, and you will find rest for your souls. Now, I don't know about you, but I find this an attractive offer. Rest. Taking Jesus' easy yoke. Finding rest for the soul. For many, life is busy enough, and this pandemic adds another load to everyone. And the offer sounds good or we might be tired from a lifetime of work and just need rest jesus often talks about freedom about knowing the truth and the truth setting us free but this is about taking on a yoke a brace to bear a load with jesus own yoke wasn't about taking an easy road through life either. Jesus took on burdens for all sorts of people and then for all people. Jesus' yoke does not seem easy. So what sort of offer is this that Jesus is making? It looks like a real paradox. Come all who are weary, find rest, take my yoke. And learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. I have to say, I've long been challenged by this notion that Jesus' yoke is easy, and the burden light. I've seen a lot of evidence that suggests the contrary. But I wonder, I wonder if much of the heaviness and exhaustion that we experience or see in others is because we're actually making our own way and making it difficult rather than tending our connection with the one who wants to make the way for us and to work alongside us. I wonder if perhaps what Jesus meant is not that walking with him is all sweetness and light, but that when we walk with him, the way might open for us with less anxiety on our part. And I've often struggled with Jesus' use of the image of the yoke. On the surface, a yoke speaks of heavy work, of servitude and little choice. There's more than one type. There's a single-user yoke that someone places on us to pull something alone. And then double yokes, like this, designed for working in tandem. How might it be to imagine this as the kind of yoke that Jesus was talking about for us? A yoke that we don't pull alone. A yoke that Jesus wears with us. A yoke that's not for servitude, but that is a tool of connection with Christ that makes our work easier, not more difficult. The sage who wrote the book The Wisdom of Sirach, two centuries before Jesus, describes the wisdom teaching in the Torah as a yoke. He says of wisdom... Come to her like one who plows and sows, Put your neck into her collar. Bend your shoulders and carry her. Come to her with all your soul and keep her ways with all your might. For at last you will find the rest she gives. Then her fetters will become for you a strong defense, her collar a glorious robe, her yoke is a golden ornament wisdom this is the kind of relationship this is the connection with the christ who labors alongside us that makes it possible to bear the load that our souls sometimes have jesus has been talking about judgment really about people's response to the good news and whether they let it make a difference in their lives especially about how they treat each other and his it seems opposite of the woes is rest and a lighter burden that fits easily this blessing of jesus invitation is to god's way of generosity of spirit A spirit that's in harness with love. And did you notice that the language of wisdom is all in the feminine? Come to her with all your soul and keep her ways. Her yoke is a golden ornament. This is the nurturing Sophia wisdom that Jesus so identifies with throughout the Gospels. Perhaps there's a greater freedom and peace in being caught up in God's purpose and God's work than there is in anything else. Perhaps the yoke that Jesus offers out of all the alternatives is the easiest to carry. Perhaps the rest Jesus speaks of is in the here and now but not a rest from all work and effort or even from troubles, but the rest there is in knowing that the right things are being done and that we have help with them. That Jesus offers us, come to me all that are weary and carrying heavy burdens and I will give you rest. Take my yoke and learn from me and you will find rest for your souls rest for the weary for those who are weighed down by heavy burdens not rest for the lazy it's a paradoxical easy burden for those who have borne or are bearing much come